Hello and welcome to another episode of the Construction Corner Podcast. I'm Dylan, I'm your host, and today guys, you're just going to get me here on the microphone. We have both been extremely busy and to find a time that both Matt and I are available has been uh, quite difficult here the past uh, few weeks. So you're going to get me. And if you like this show, if you like what I'm going to talk about today, which is going to be accountability, messaging, and why repetition is so important, then go ahead and share the show with a friend, a coworker, somebody that needs to hear this message because that's how we're going to grow. Appreciate you guys for listening. And without further ado, we're going to dive right in. So the first thing that I want to talk about today is accountability. And really, this is accountability slash standards and holding the line. One of the things that I uh, recognize, so I was in the gym this weekend, and it's a family-friendly gym, you know, by and large, right? Like, people are bringing their kids in, uh, which isn't necessarily my cup of tea, but without kids, like, you know, I get it, right? You can't find a babysitter, you bring your kids to the gym, uh, workout, and this is really like all class-based stuff. So like I'm doing spin class and TRX and weights, and um, but again, all all class-based uh, exercise, which again I, I really just care about spin and <laughs> TRX hit that kind of stuff uh, to get me back in shape. And so anyway, we were uh, I was at the gym this weekend, and we were uh, spinning, and you know the instructor who was also the owner of the gym had her two kids. And frankly, they were uh, not well behaved. Um, They were yelling, crying, you know, screaming. Um, Well, I guess not crying, but yelling, playing with stuff, making a ton of noise. And, you know, like I came to work out. That's what I ultimately came for. But so having kids, not having kids at the gym, that's a whole different conversation. But the thing that I really want to point on is when she tried to discipline her kids, they didn't listen. Right. And she was, again, leading a spin class. So it wasn't really in the place to necessarily, you know, get up, discipline her kids. And then she talked about, you know, taking stars away and all this stuff. And again, like, I don't really care how you discipline your kids. They're yours. They're not mine. Uh, But what I could tell is the kids didn't believe her. Right. Like that their stars were going to get taken away or one or two. Like it had no effect on them. Right. They did not care because they knew it wasn't going to happen. And. The thing that I want to point out and the thing that I want to relay this to is in like engineering firms, when I would go over budget on projects, right, as a salaried employee and all my team was salaried, you know, I'd get scolded for going over budget. But at the end of the day, like, what the hell did it matter? (laughs) Like, there was no repercussion for going over budget. Like, it did not matter. It had no effect, right? Like, other than a, a stern talking to, which, ooh, shaking in my boots, had no effect. Like, does not matter, right? And so I think we get really caught up in um, things that just don't matter. Like, okay, so what? I went over budget. Like, and? Like, my pay didn't go down. I wasn't getting bonused on being under budget, so I wasn't getting compensated for a good job. And I wasn't really getting, like, there were no negative repercussions other than a maybe a stern talking to like so what does it matter and we have to really like look at that and if you're not going to re or enforce anything not have any repercussions or good you know repercussions for an action like 
shouldn't have anything on the other side of that, right? Like yelling at your kids and them not doing anything because they know nothing's going to happen. Like, you know, okay, right? And your point? And this happens in a lot of things, right? A standard is not held. No one is accountable. Um, the line is not drawn. And you move on. And this creates really a ton of uh, animosity, a lack of caring, because it's like, well, when you try to implement something new and your firm, right, an engineering firm, like, okay, does this actually count? Is this going to matter? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is really going to happen this time. This thing is going to go through. Never does, right? I've been through multiple strategic planning things, but, you know, led a given topic, improvements, yada, yada, handed it up nothing ever happened with it and you can see this you know over and over again in, in the majority of firms right like oh yeah this time's going to be different we're actually going to implement this stuff we paid you know 200 grand for a consultant you know we spent hundreds of thousands in time nothing happens right so it's being able to hold a standard being able to be accountable hold your accountability to everybody that really matters and i think we far underestimate the um, ability that we have to convince other people by just not holding ourselves or anyone else accountable. Like, oh, I missed a deadline. And, you know, like, there's no repercussion for any of that, you know, other than trying to be some social pressure. But uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Like, and that's, that's a bad place to be. But that's ultimately what we come down to, right? Like, yeah, we'll get deal with it later. Like, uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I don't have any negative repercussions for any of this, so why try? Why be there? You know, no one's going to hold the standard. No one's going to hold accountability. No one's going to look at this. So, again, why does it matter? And you need to remove as many of those as possible in your organization. I see it over and over and over again. You know, not holding the line, not holding the standard, you know, knowing that nobody's going to review it. Like, every set of drawings that went out especially with my stamp but went out of my department when i was managing a team you know and i had nine people under me like i reviewed every single set of drawings you know that went out for construction every single set every single sheet every single page checked it like that's what you have to do right they knew somebody was going to be looking at it and honestly like they're grateful for somebody to like check their work because they don't want anything to be wrong right they don't want to deal with it later so I mean, it's it's beneficial for you, for them, for the team to show that, like, you're going to hold a standard, you're going to be accountable, and you're going to check their work, right? It's going to have repercussions. Simple as that. And, like, I can belabor this point for a very, very long time, but if you don't hold a standard, nobody's going to follow you. You're not going to be a leader. They won't believe you, and that's a problem. When people do not believe what you have to say, when people do not believe that you have their best interests in mind because you don't show it. And yeah, that takes time to build, but you can do it pretty quickly. Um, but at the end of the day, if you don't have the ability to hold the line, hold the standard and keep people accountable, your firm is, is really not going to go anywhere. And those that hold a standard, hold the line, hold everybody accountable, you know, they're going to grow, they're going to get stronger, everyone's going to get better, um, and your team is just going to be better for it. So that's point number one, accountability um, and holding the standard. Number two is messaging. So one of the things that I can obviously be better at and that many of you can be better at, and some of this we do a pretty good job here on the show, 
is you have a, a core set of messages, a core set of values, a core set of value propositions that you place out into the market, right? For this show, it's really helping people and educating people on uh, the trades, on you know making the trades cool again, blue-collar badass, um, instilling some leadership lessons uh, for you guys, giving you those kind of free you know tips, tricks type of thing for your leadership to make you better leaders to have a better firm right in construction design whatever it is uh that's really the goal of this podcast right to to bring back the trades to help you promote you know the trades as well as you know construction as a whole and then to give you some leadership lessons tips tricks in growing your construction company then you have matt right and matt's thing is you know true design build and what does that mean, right? It means bringing everybody together. It means having a team. It means, you know, treating your specialty contractors as partners, uh, your trade partners, you know, and everything that you do. And Matt talks about core values uh, and leads through that for his firm and has built a very successful uh, general contracting GC uh, company and has some great trade partners. You can see that through his posts and uh, the people that he does work with, the projects that he's on. And, you know, he just preaches that true design build message and treating, you know, trade partners like team members. They do more work because of it. For me, Cowboy Studios, you know, our true message and one that I need to hammer on just more is, look, you do a lot of tedious mind numbing tasks, a lot of things that are really not worth your time. And you can't find people to do it on the other side of it. We all know that there's a hiring problem, that there's a shortage of people uh, to come into your firm to work and ultimately you need to find ways to be more productive because you just don't have the time to do it. You don't have the people to do the work that you're getting. You know, the amount of projects are up and turnover is up as well. That's a bad combination of <laughs> upward momentum, right? You don't need double digit growth in revenue and in turnover. That's not a winning combination. So the only way to really uh, combat this other than having your people work 70 hours a week and then that's another contributing factor to turnover is you've got to use software to automate things that really take up a lot of time that don't add much value to projects. Initial layout, project setup, those types of things, right? To allow your people to do what they do best, to allow your architects, engineers, all of your people to really use their brains more. And at the end of the day, automation frees your mind. It allows your mind to focus on bigger things, to solve bigger problems, to add more value. Right? If you had everybody in your firm working on these tedious tasks, you would never move above that type of deal. Right, So a $20 an hour task right, for drafting, layout, project setup, all that kind of stuff, that's what it is. And you would never move past you know, however many people you have at you know, 20 bucks an hour. Like You're never going to move past that level. Right, Frank Gehry does not operate on that. Frank Gehry operates on you know, big ideas, better thoughts, better thinking. And we need to be using our brains, our minds, and communicating our messaging better to our clients, right? Like you don't hire Frank Gary to do layout. <laughs> That's not what you do. Or any of these other Stark attacks, right? You don't hire some of the best structural engineers in the world to design, you know, dog houses. You hire them to design skyscrapers. There's a very big difference and you're going to pay, you know, accordingly for that skill set. So all this is to say in you know, your messaging, your company, finding those values that you need to push through, whatever that might be, you, you might be high level design, it might be a 
efficient and effective design. It might be, you know, bargain brace pricing. And there can only be, you know, one cheapest competitor. <laughs> there can be a lot of expensive ones. So, um, and it's really all on value proposition on how you position yourself in the market and, you know, the projects and types that you go after. So understanding like where you fit in the market, your messaging, and there's going to be um, a point in your messaging and point in time when you're going to be talking about your messaging and it's going to be boring as all get out to you. You're going to be sick of hearing yourself say the same things over and 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 over again. That's part of it. You need to say old things to new people, right? Not everybody has heard your message. Not everyone has your message sunk into their brain to where they can repeat it. There's um, a ton of like gurus, professional brands out there. And you really know what they stand for, right? You know that they're, they're five, six, seven mantras. It's because they repeated it over and over and over again, right? You know Matt does true design build. I'm pushing to where I hope you know that Calabunga Studios is automation to help free your mind, right? Even if you just know automation, I would be super happy about that. So whatever it is that you do, people need to have some association with a word, a uh, feeling, an emotion, right? Like Nike does... <clears throat> clothes, you know, like, uh, got milk. <laughs> like that's a famous slogan, but with all these, um, companies with all these brands, you know what they do. You have one word association, McDonald's could be Big Mac, could be hard tack. Um, same, same thing, right? You have an association to that company. Hopefully it's for, uh, the good, right? <laughs> Some good messaging around your company, not bad. So whatever you're looking to do to promote, to have as a slogan, a tagline, you have to repeat it ad nauseum. Like you're going to get sick of it, but not everybody sees your message as much as you do, right? When you post something on social media, when you post it out on the internet, there's going to be, let's just say a few hundred people that see it, a thousand, whatever. Um, it's really 10% of your audience, but that 10% always rotates. You don't always have the same people seeing your message and you have to remember that, right? Not everybody sees every message that you put out every single time. There is going to be a percentage of your audience, maybe one, two percent that see it every time, but not all people see your message every time. And that's really important to remember and to think about is out, especially in your marketing messages. Not everybody sees what you do. Not everybody sees the content you put out. Not everybody hears it. Not everybody listens to it. So you need to be repetitive. And then your team members, right, doing this internally to repeat your core values, what you stand for, who you are, what you do, why you're here. Again, you're going to get tired of it, but some days your uh, team members, your employees, they're going to hear you. Some days they are not, right? They're checked out. They're thinking about stuff at home, at what they're doing after work, about the game, right? They have tons of other things on their mind, so they're not necessarily always hearing your message. So you have to keep reinforcing it right? Tell it from different angles. Tell it the same way. All you need to do is to keep repeating your message. And really, this is the third piece, right? It's repetition. You're going to have to keep repeating, holding people accountable. You're going to have to keep repeating your message. You're going to have to keep repeating a lot of things, right? How many times are you going to keep repeating project layout, project setup before you get bored of it? When you can just buy a software to automate it? How many times are you going to have to keep going through trade partners because you don't treat them well? 
you know, like these are things that matter. These are things that count. These are things that you need to really instill and ingrain in who you are, right? How many times should you repeat being a nice person? You should do that often, right? How many times are you going to repeat being mean? Hopefully only once. Like that's the point, right? Is repeat good actions, remove uh, and stop repeating unsuccessful actions. So, and things that benefit you, do more of them. Things that don't benefit you, don't do them (laughs) or do less of them, right? And the more that you can repeat these actions, both good and bad, is going to benefit you to the better, right? And these things don't happen in, in 30 days or 21 days or seven days. I mean, this is like 70 days is what it really takes to ingrain habits. Don't let people tell you it's less. It's really not. Um, so you need to be like the start of the habit might happen at 21 days, but to fully ingrain it, it takes 70 plus days to, to make that happen. So for a lot of you, the repetition is going to be more than you think. Um, and just when you think you have it, you've got it, you understand it, really ask yourself, do you understand it? Do you have it? Do you fully comprehend what it is that you're looking to do? Do you fully grasp the scale and scope of what it is that you're looking at? And that can go one of two ways, like maybe yes, maybe no. So really think deeply about, do you understand it? Do you know that? Is this something that you're fully competent and capable of? Is it unconscious to where you don't even have to think about what it is that you're doing, right? You don't even have to think about your core values. You don't even have to think about acting in congruence with your core values. You don't even have to think about um, what it is that you do for your your meetings, your team, any of that, because you've repeated it so much that it is unconscious and you are competent in it, right? You're unconsciously competent. And this repetition, this skill increase is something that we have to go through, right? You go from not being able to walk, not being able to tie your shoes to, you don't even need to think about tying your shoes. You go from being able to not drive a car or shift a gear to, you don't even have to think about it, right? To where like I, if I, you know, let's say I'm eating (laughs) in my car, which is a stick shift. Uh, and I, Am I eating with my right hand or, you know, in the old days when I had, a, you know, no Bluetooth for my phone or anything like that, I had my phone in my right hand, I can shift with my left hand because it's, I have to think about it a little bit, but it's by and large, you know, the shifting motion is unconscious in me to where I can do that. I can switch hands. Again, I have to think slightly about it to shift and we can go on. You know, I don't have to think about it with, you know, shifting normally with my right hand. So things like that, right? You go from not knowing how to drive to being unconscious in it um, and just knowing and feeling. And I can only imagine what race car drivers, you know, their unconscious competence level as they go around a track at 220 miles an hour. Like that is insane to me. But again, it's just a matter of skill. It's a matter of repetition. It's a matter of getting in the reps to, to go and do it. So as we progress through many different challenges levels within our lives, within our firms, within our businesses. Repetition is going to be the key of it, right? Continue doing successful actions. So many of us, you know, stop doing things that we know are good for us, right? We stop exercising. We stop eating well. We stop listening to good podcasts or reading good books or doing the things that we know we need to do, right? Making outbound calls, uh, whatever it might be, we stop doing those things and then we start doing things that are basically the opposite of those, right? That are not good for us. 
And if we can really just focus on the successful actions, the things that we know are going to help us, that are going to move us forward, and really, you know, there's only a few things that you need to do a day to really push that offense, you're going to be so much better off for it. So to recap this episode, I know it's a little shorter than we normally go, but be accountable and hold the line, hold your standards because they matter. You know, Tom Brady has very different standards than the Lions. <laughs> In all honesty, you know, like he's going to hold a higher standard and he did with the Buccaneers than, you know, the Lions do in their entire organization. Like there is a different level of accountability and standard between a organization that Tom Brady is a part of and the Lions or the Browns, right? Just calling it how it is. So if you're from Michigan or uh, Northeast Ohio, um, just sucks to suck. But it all comes down to holding the standard. You know, can you hold that standard? Can you hold the line? You know, that you have great players on your team, but if you don't hold them accountable, you know, they're not going to rise to the level that they're meant to rise to. We just witnessed that with Stafford winning a Super Bowl here this last year. Next is messaging. Be clear in what your messaging is, what your value proposition is, what you provide to the marketplace, what you provide to your clients, customers, partners, um, especially contractors, you know, the things that you provide to the market. Be very, very clear in that. And then, which leads us into our last thing, repetition. You need to re repeat your messaging. You need to repeat your standards. You need to hold the line through all of this because honestly, it matters. It matters a whole heck of a lot to repeat it, to ingrain it so that people truly know and understand what it is that you stand for, what you're doing, why it matters, um, and why people should listen to you. So guys, that's what I got for today. Um, I know it's somewhat repetitive, but that's the point, is to repeat your messaging, to repeat your standards, to hold people accountable, and at the end of the day, to become competent unconsciously in this, right? You just do it automatically, just like tying your shoes. You know how to do it. You don't have to think about it. Um, just like driving to work, <laughs> you know, the roads to take and, you know, some days you're daydreaming and you just wake up at the office or wake up at home. And that's how it goes because you're unconsciously competent because you've done it so many times that you don't even have to think about it. And you want to get that in, you know, holding the standards, being accountable and what it is that you provide the value, the messaging, the value proposition that you have into the marketplace. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and share it. And thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Construction Corner Podcast. Until next time.